Hey friend, welcome to the Socially Modern Podcast, where I'm your host, Stephanie Mainville. I've built a six-figure real estate business solely using social media and digital marketing. When I first began in real estate, I felt pretty alone in this archaic industry. If that's how you felt too, I started this podcast with you in mind. So grab your notebook as we dig into tactical business tips to grow online and use modern marketing methods to level up your business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Socially Modern. If I sound a little bit raspy today, bear with me. I have been sick for, I think, over a week now. It has just been lingering and I still have this raspy voice and cough. But I am really excited for today's episode titled Marketing Shift in a Market Shift. A little play on words, okay? I thought I was pretty clever. And, you know, quite honestly, we've all been feeling it lately, right? I mean, the market has just been shifting so quickly. It feels like we've been on this roller coaster ride for the last couple of years. Things were already pretty crazy since 2020, if you've been in real estate this long, or maybe you just started in 2020. So it's just felt very crazy since then. For most markets, we've definitely been seeing all these changes, right? We've been balancing out with combating inflation. Interest rates have gone up, and the home prices have been staying steady and also going up over there. So we've got all these different things going on, and I know just from my own experience, that sometimes it can be hard to, you know, have that grit and the determination, especially as a newer agent, where you're not lying up at night, nervous and anxious and like freaking out. I want to say that I totally feel you if that is you right now. I want to say that the anxious nerves and stuff go away after time. They do get better. But you know, it's just kind of part of it. We are in a commission only career. And it can be a little bit nerve wracking when you don't know when that next paycheck is coming through. So I want to just remind you that your marketing is so important. And that's why we're talking about this today on today's episode. At the end of the day, you're still marketing to buyers or sellers, right? But the narrative can change just a little bit when we're talking about the shifting market and how are we talking to our consumers and our end users, right? Realistically, lending products can change. Maybe some of the processes have changed and there's some new pros out there, right? For buyers and for sellers. So there's just different talking points that we can touch on and help our marketing achieve what we need it to, right? Which is to have conversion and have clients so that we can continue buying gas and going to the grocery store. So If you haven't done this already, you haven't already thought about some of these things, like this episode is really going to be for you. And maybe this is just a reminder, but it's time to sit down and evaluate your marketing and your sales promotions. Okay. How are you speaking directly to your consumers in this market with these different trends? Uh, What kind of products or services do you have that you can help your clients? We can overcome some hurdles, right? and maybe even build a pipeline well into the future. That's the goal. That's the hope. Some of the questions that I get from the agents that I mentor in DMs and emails, the biggest thing is, I just don't know what to say. I know social media is the way to go. I really want to do it. I know it's the way of the future, all these things, but I struggle with creating content because I don't know what I should be putting out there. 
This episode is going to break down some quick and easy ways to help you with this, help you brainstorm and formulate a plan. Okay. I want you to be successful in this and I want your marketing to do what we want it to do. Basically, when I get these kinds of questions from people, it kind of brings me back to where we need to start, which is in the very, very beginning. We need to start at the basics, okay? So I'm going to go over two of those really quick and also make sure that you listen to past episodes because we've gone over a lot of this as well, but I will be bringing back new things throughout these episodes and just reminders in the changing market like I am today. Really, we need to, number one, determine our ideal audience. Who is our ideal audience? Almost always what I found is that determining your ideal audience really truly goes back to you, who you are as a person and what your personal interests are and just overall where you're at in life. I am a really big advocate personally for building a business around your sphere of influence and building referral business, right? This really just allows like-minded people to also find you on social media. So your new clients will be people that you'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. People that I'm working with now are people that I could legitimately be friends with. That's the kind of stuff that I want you to say, more often than not at least. And so this is what determining your audience will do for you. Uh, Digging into this a little bit deeper, but you know, what kind of friend groups do you have? What type of relationships do you have out there? Is there a common theme kind of that could support your business? Is it mostly women, men, a mix? Do you live in a rural area maybe? And, you know, a bunch of people that you are friends with and in your sphere of influence, they also live very similarly. Maybe like you, maybe you're a first-time homebuyer and you have a bunch of people who are also first-time homebuyers, okay? You can speak from experience on this while also helping those other first-time homebuyers and really connecting with your sphere of influence. Maybe they're moving into larger spaces, their families are growing, maybe that's similar to yours, maybe they're downsizing. Whatever it is, you can get a good idea initially as to what type of people you have listening and viewing in. That's really going to help you determine your content. It's going to help you build out content, I promise. If you haven't already figured this out, but it's a, it's a really, really great time to niche down into something specific. So this can be a specific type of sales or even location-based. This is just going to be like your area of expertise, okay? This can help differentiate yourself from others in your area doing real estate just like you are. And don't, don't get scarcity mindset on me right now. Keep pushing forward through this. I promise I'm, I'm going to explain this. I want to tell you a little story first. One time I was going to a listing appointment and I was meeting this new client. They'd actually found me on Instagram. So I was really excited about that because I was like, heck yes, my marketing is working for me. And this is what what I'm meant to do. Plus, this was in my area where I live. It's all ideal. It was all ideal. I'm there walking this beautiful home, loved the client. And she had mentioned that they had an agent friend of theirs, but um, that person lived farther away, wasn't, you know, in the area kind of thing. Could that person list the home? Sure. But the reason that they called me was because I lived in the area and I represented what they felt they also represented, which was our town and our, our local area. And they were just so hyped on the fact that, 
you know, I would be able to market and talk to people in this area so much more so because I loved it just like they loved it. And honestly, when I was hearing this, I was like, oh my gosh, I was kind of freaking out a little bit. But it really showed me and it really proved to me that my marketing had really been working. And all along, while I had been really promoting, you know, this area, this location, all this stuff so that I could really hyper focus and get a very dense following in that area or of people who wanted to be in and near that area, it didn't reduce the amount of people that were purchasing from me, maybe in other, you know, surrounding towns or cities. What it did, though, was it made me an expert in that area. So I truly think that you can have both without, you know, you're not going to be sacrificing like crazy. So I want you to really think about that as you niche down. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. Right now in a balancing market like we're experiencing, or anytime that the market is making a shift, it's always going to do that, right? It's really not the time to stop or slow down on your marketing at all. Right now is the time that you need to be pushing forward. You need to work hard and make sure that your presence is known. Not to mention, if you're out there pushing forward and showcasing that you're not going anywhere in a time where, let's face it, a lot of agents, we're seeing a lot of like agent fallout, right? There's a lot of people that are going back to their full-time jobs or whatever it was. And it's really honestly sad to see. I don't want that to be you. If this is your dream and this is your passion, then you need to be out there showcasing that you're not going anywhere, okay? You're, you're hanging on. <laughs> and people will see that and they will actually build a lot of trust and respect for you. And the next time that they need a real estate agent, who do you think they're going to think of? They're going to think of you. So keep going, okay? Next, we need to know their concerns. So it's really common in sales to seek out our ideal clients or our audience's concerns. This will help you as the expert squash or debunk the issues around their concerns easily through your marketing. More often than not, a purchase is usually made out of like a pain or a pleasure. So when a large purchase such as a home is involved, there's usually some concerns or anxious nerves surrounding that. Okay, so we need to we need to get to the bottom of it. I can tell you that most of the time this is centered around the market trends and money and also the process, like the how-to of it all. It's always a mystery whether the client is a first-timer or maybe this is their 10th time buying or selling. If you're feeling, you know, inadequate around this because you're like, oh my gosh, you know, they've already bought and sold so many times or blah, blah, blah. You feel like they have more experience than you. Don't feel that way. You have so much more knowledge than the average person does, even if they've sold multiple properties. You went to real estate school. You hold all of that expert knowledge along with leaning in on people around you for their expert knowledge, not just other real estate agents, but think title partners, think um, lawyers if that's in your area, think lending people, people in lending. Those people can be really helpful. You can figure out their concerns and you can find all the answers to these, these problems, these hurdles. Let me ask you this Have you already revamped your marketing to really consider? the new concerns and the new thoughts of your ideal audience. If you've been stuck lately on how to market yourself, maybe the shift came through and it threw a huge wrench in your plans, right? It derailed some of your clients. 
Maybe they're pressing pause on buying or selling. Maybe they're halting altogether. Whatever it may be, I promise you this has happened to every realtor out there. You're not abnormal, but again, this is just, this is not the time to slow down. I want to help light a fire under you and help you get that confidence and motivation to keep going, moving forward. It's really time to work and work hard. And I want to reassure you that where there's change, there's definitely opportunities. There's opportunities out there right now. You need to keep your eye on the prize and keep moving forward. I mean, let's think about it. How many times, if you've been in real estate for any length of time, how many times have you been working and you've been really busy in your business and then you kind of had like a lull in your business maybe and you were just like, oh, I wonder like where my next transaction will come from. And then you have like three or five more deals kind of just like fall into your lap is what it feels like. But really what happened was all that marketing that you've been doing for all this time and all these, all this, you know, length uh, uh, in months and years, whatever it was, there are people out there watching in the sidelines that you don't even realize. So you may feel like today you're hearing crickets, but tomorrow everything can change. So make sure that you're staying steady and you're consistently moving forward. All right. Now I want to highlight a few just marketing tips that you can do in your business today just to help you right now get started, get going. Number one, you should be highlighting products and services that you have access to and sharing about it. Share about it so much right now in our changing market more than ever, right? Sure, the house prices have changed. The interest rates have changed. But with those things, we've seen new improvements to like maybe the process for the consumer at the moment. Maybe the lending situations have changed. Maybe there's new products out there that you could boast about. There absolutely is. I can promise you that. There are so many things. These lending institutions, they want their products to continue selling. So they are obviously changing things and coming out with products that can help the consumer so they continue purchasing, right? The new construction homes, if you have new builds, they're offering incentives maybe in your area. There are so many different ways that we can talk about these things, right? Negotiations to highlight for both buyers and sellers in any market, but in a market shift, you know, coming out of the woodworks, the buyers right now, right? So being able to talk about that, talk to them about how this is good for them. Talk to your sellers about how this is good for sellers. You absolutely want to just seek out all of these opportunities and showcase them any chance you can showcase them, package that up, and put that into your content. This will also, again, help you be the trusted and knowledgeable resource in your area. And again, when somebody needs you, somebody needs a real estate agent, who are they going to think of? The one that was staying consistent, who was showing up in their marketing, who was there with the highlighted products and services talking about everything. Moving into the next one, number two is to play into your strengths. We all have strengths that we can showcase, that we can use to our benefit. Everybody comes from some type of background that they can share. So don't be afraid to use that as part of your your niche and being able to help people. Okay, here's a few ideas. Have you ever invested in real estate yourself? Do you live on land maybe? Have you ever bought a multifamily unit home? Do you have maybe investment opportunities? Do you have an Airbnb? There's so many of these opportunities. These are great talking points and you should absolutely play into it in your content. 
This is really awesome too, because when you can speak from something personal, like a personal experience, it comes off really natural, like you're talking to a friend. And it's just overall a lot easier to share about. So make sure that you're, you're playing into your strengths, guys. We all have them. You're probably sitting there. I, I have a lot of people, I feel like we do this. We're like, oh my gosh, I have no strengths. Like what, what am I going to talk about? I don't want you to feel like that. But if you're struggling, maybe ask some of your closest friends or family members like, hey, what would you say is like a strength of mine that could help me that people would look up to in my business? That would be a good, a good way to go about this if you're really struggling with that question. Okay, moving into number three, exposing possible pain points. This was something that I've already talked about a little bit today, but it's going to shine a light on the potential hurdle your, your consumer is feeling and internalizing while it's also breaking down that wall between you and them. That's the way I see this. So you're going to be building all of this trust. You're creating a relationship. You may not even realize that you're creating this relationship and they're going to feel inclined to reach out and talk to you because you've broke down that barrier. You've broke down that wall. They don't feel insecure talking to you about it because you've already brought it up and you've already, you've already been shining a light on this and you've already been breaking that down for them through your marketing and through your content. So again, with a large purchase, this could usually, in my mind, revolve around money or risk. So those are kind of the two topics that you kind of want to expose some pain points when you're thinking back on your ideal audience. Bring truth and exposure through your content, through your marketing. Expose all of these things and showcase how you hold the key to all of their concerns. You are absolutely 100% the answer that they need right now. Okay, and then (laughs) number four is really simple. Ramp it up. Absolutely be ramping it up here. You need to implement more marketing, not less right now. Things were really crazy the last couple of years. And so I know that there are definitely areas in all of our businesses, I'm sure, where our systems could be improved and cleaned up. And with that said, we could also ramp up our marketing and our outreach, not solely just for new clients, right? That's always great, but even to our past clients. So if you've been in the business for a minute, you have a database, you have past clients, you have people that also refer you business. How are you continuing to reach out to them and make sure that they're being nurtured? This is such a good resource for all of your referral business, for future repeat business. So while things are kind of shaking loose right now and you have a minute, I would highly suggest going back into your systems and really dig in here, ramp it up, clean it up, get those systems and processes in place so that you can easily keep nurturing not only new clients in your marketing, but past clients so that you can really keep that revolving door of referral business. Okay, so overall, (laughs) really just digging into your marketing and addressing our current market and the concerns of our audience overall as a whole. If you're not sure what kind of answers you can provide, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but you, you just need to get really good if you're feeling insecure about this, about asking others their, their experiences, their expertise. Chances are you have a mentor, you have a broker, you have trainings that you can attend. If you don't, you absolutely should have these things in front of you if you're a newer agent. <laughs> I will speak to that on another, another day in time, but you can feel free to reach out to me. But, but overall, you also have other people in your, your back pocket. Like I mentioned earlier, you have lender partners. 
go seek out your lender partner and and point blank ask them, you know, how are you helping buyers in this market? How are you helping sell buyers in this market? What kind of products do you guys have? Do you have credit repair? What does that look like for them? Like really dig in and get to know the processes so that you have all this ammunition to go back into your marketing with and really showcase it and share it and be a leader. Also, I just want to end with any of these marketing tips can be repurposed in so many ways. So don't feel like so overwhelmed. I'm going to sit in my overwhelm of like, I have reels and posts and stories and blog posts and newsletters. And oh my gosh, I got to get all my client texts out. And you know, we, we do, we wear a lot of hats. We have a lot of things that we have to do, but with your content, don't feel like you need to recreate the wheel over and over and over again for each individual piece. You can really just repackage the same message in multiple ways and in different forms of content to appeal to each individual and the way that they may consume content. Okay, I hope that that was helpful for you. And wow, thank you so much again for listening to another episode. Until next time, you guys, I will see you back here next Thursday. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Socially Modern Podcast. Are you interested in joining the Socially Modern Collective? We are a national real estate team focused on building our businesses the socially modern way. If you'd like more info, book a discovery call with me linked in the show notes. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, also linked in the show notes. And follow me and this show on Instagram at Hey Stephanie Mainville and at Socially Modern.